0: So we're uh, we're down a man today, at least temporarily. We'll see if uh, he manages to make it away from his event. Which I don't want to give yes. him away.
1: Yeah.
0: No. If he's, I don't know if he's going to talk about incredible.
1: it. <laughs> it sounds incredible.
0: P.S. <laughs> I hope he at least tells us about it.
1: <laughs> yeah. But John. Yes. Do we want to start this show in our official way? Well, sure. We have to
0: because I'm John Moss.
1: Lex Friedman is may or may not appear on this episode and i'm john armstrong welcome to turning this car around so
0: he's like friedman and he's in the car
1: yeah he's uh, saying he's in a car later we're that- going
0: to talk about something that has to do with spring break hmm I believe you're going to tell us um, so about something that has to do with spring break. Um, but uh, do you have plans for spring break? Do your so kids spring, have plans yeah, for spring
1: break? Spring break, break is, um, is coming up. And um, so I had my kids for, we, we alternate who has kids on which which break. So if in the school year, if one of us has autumn break, then the other one gets spring break. But um, their mother doesn't have anything planned. She just wanted to kind of just basically staycation yeah and so I'm gonna stay some extra days on my trip to Utah, and uh I'll be spending just some chill out time with my girls yeah
0: yeah that's what uh that's what we're gonna do. Uh, we're not going anywhere, but I've got some plans for things to do here uh so the first thing is we we still we have the you know we made a forge yes, we still have not used the forge we have cured it. Um, and it's about ready to use, but we need, the thing we need is casting sand to make uh, it. So we're going to melt some metal and then pour it into a mold. We need some casting sand. So we haven't gotten that yet. So we got to get some casting sand to, to do that. But that's one of the things they want to do. So casting, um, casting
1: sand, hold on. Casting sand. Yeah. Is that, that's what you make the mold from?
0: Yeah. So you, you have to make, you know, a positive of whatever the thing it is you're trying to make. Yep. I think we're just going to start it with like an ingot okay um and and then you you put the sand in in something um preferably something that can withstand some heat and you press the thing and you know you make they yeah. make the negative basically right and you let it sit for 24 hours or something like that i think you're supposed to and then sure. you, you pull okay. the you pull the positive part out the thing you know your copy out and then you have a you have a mold. A, do
1: you have to crack the mold or something or
0: no you're not you shouldn't because otherwise you're ruining your
1: wait I'm I mean you know I think that.
0: for us it's just going to be it's just going to be a you know a rectangle okay <laughs> it's not going to be it's just going to be like an open rec, rectangle to start gotcha. with yeah. you know I mean we'll, we may get more complicated later but I don't we're not you're not going <laughs> like, to do like tribal
1: those like earlobe we need to actually
0: melt something first I think mm-hmm. before we start getting tricky
1: sure but sure but, but you uh, I, maybe we'll, you know, we'll get there. You know, you live in the north northwest, John. Um, I would imagine you guys are probably on your calendar of things we're going to make with the forge tribal <laughs> plugs for your earlobes.
0: Sure. Oh yeah. 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 Absolutely.
1: Custom yeah. line. Uh,
0: yeah, and then um, when we went to the hardware store to get some of this stuff to to work on the forge, he. I know, he, for some reason, he gravitates to the seed aisle, <laughs> Uh-huh. and he was like, "I want to get these seeds," and he got a whole mess of seeds. I was like, "Okay, you got to, you know, we got to plant them." Mm. So uh, we need to make a planter box. Okay, and uh, and then we need to fill the planter box, which we should <laughs> probably do really soon. Right, we, may, maybe you should have done it already.
1: Mm. But what what are uh, you? Well, what are? Mm, I'd what have to go you... look.
0: There's a there's a, ver- a variety of things. Um, I think they're mostly vegetables, though. Just uh, oh, you could plant them.
1: You have time. Yeah, you could do it.
0: Well, that's what we're going to try.
1: So, <laughs> <laughs> have you ever? Are you a gardener? I mean, are you? Do you have that? I
0: have no, not really. No, I mean, I've <laughs> I'm a bad gardener. <laughs> uh huh. I've I've weeded. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't like it, but yeah. um, no, you know. And I and we have houseplants. So I, I managed to keep the houseplants alive. So I'm a little concerned about the spot that we have. It does get some sun, but I'm not sure if it's gonna get enough sun. So yeah. plus I don't even know how much sun these things need. I don't even remember what vegetables they are. <laughs> <laughs> they're, but they're not
1: like tricky vegetables. I mean if they're they're like squash
0: or you know zucchini yeah, or something. It's stuff like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those I mean, are it's, relatively it's, easy. It's, yeah. So we'll see how this goes. Uh. We,
1: when I was a kid, we grew. I'm trying to think what we had. We we grew. Um, uh, what was? Oh, we grew. We had beans and tomatoes and zucchini. My dad built a box. It was like a box garden, you know, like it was sort of. Um, I don't know if it was the 80s or 70s or when it was, but you you built this long rectangle rectangular box that was like 12 inches high or something. And then you filled it with the appropriate soils and you could kind of have a mini farm. And so yeah. we did this. And the tomatoes were pretty good. They grew pretty well. Um, but we had those like um, meshy, climby things, and, you know, like they're metal and you stick them in the ground and the plants can grow yeah. up. Yep. But that summer, we, the the great thing was is that weeding weeding that box is really easy because you could just like walk around it and pull Yeah, weeds. that's
0: the thing. The thing I'm not sure is, is to make it, should the box have a bottom or because it's going to no. be in the yard? Yeah, no. Um, yeah, you, I think not. I mean, but I'm guessing that, you know, weeds will just come up through the bottom though.
1: Yeah, you can. Whereas um, if it
0: was, if it did have a bottom, they'd have a harder time getting in.
1: I think you could, you could do like the, that meshy stuff you lay down. It's like the fabric y kind of, you can lay that down underneath it. Although yeah. I don't know. Like I think the other thing you could do is if you're going to put it over grass in your yard is to cut out the sod from that space. Yeah, it's
0: going to be, there's a raised part of the yard and it's going to be over there. There's no grass there. So, okay.
1: Yeah, I know. Then, but then yeah. just, just get the, you're, so you're going to build the, the thing. You're doing a raised garden. That's what you're saying. Potentially. Yeah. How big, yeah. how much, you know, girth and width.
0: I, I, I have to look and see. So basically what I'm going to do is use, we have leftover parts from leftover wood from when we tore down his playhouse. Uh, so I'm going to reuse the nice. wood that I have from that and making this box. So it depends. So <laughs> depends you're just going to throw much some wood out <laughs> How much I can get out of it. There's actually, there's a lot of wood there though. So I, I think it'll be, a, I think it'll be a decent size. Um, I don't know, three by six. That's good. That's a good little, something, you know, Maybe something like
1: that. I'm trying to think. Ours I think was like, I want to say it was 12 feet long by four feet wide. I could be. I, I, it seemed really. Big you were to me smaller as a back kid. then, though. yes. But yeah, um, everything
0: seems everything seems bigger.
1: I, I just have to say, if you grow any kind of zucchini or squash, you want to pick it when it's time to pick. Because if you don't, those suckers yeah. could get so big, and they don't taste good, but they're massive. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. we we ha- we had enough. If I'm remembering correctly, we had enough to um to like feed us for the summer once they started coming
0: in, but it took a while,
1: you yeah. know yeah,
0: his problem is usually, is usually picking things too soon uh we've had he had a couple of he's had a couple of plants, the last one I remember was um he had hot peppers and uh and he wanted to go out and grab' them in the meat in the, and you know basically the minute that they were <laughs> right. <laughs> that they were formed into pepper shapes. And he yeah. and he did get you know we we're like, okay, oh, yeah, you know, I mean, whatever. It's his it was his plant. So um and he he got a couple and then left the rest and then let the rest mature. So it was just like he wanted to dry them the minute they were available.
1: That's not a good so move. I mean that's you know, you're gonna have issues, you know, right? Like yeah. Kids. Yeah. We oh rhubarb I was trying to think of the other thing we grew rhubarb that's my Tourette's moment for today um we grew rhubarb which is a funky plant that grows really well in um Utah's climate and okay and um my mom tried to make rhubarb preserve like a jam or a jelly or something but I would just break the stock and eat it like celery (laughs) really I've never tried that (laughs) it's weird it's it's a weird thing, <laughs> yeah. And, but it's got this kind of. I mean, I'm sure I did it when it was wasn't ripe, so it was kind of tangy and uh, tart. But I liked that yeah. that sensation, right. like those flavors. Mm. Rhubarb has kind of a tang to it anyway, but no, I liked it. I I, mm-hmm, I liked it. I I hate. Yeah, I'm not the, sure crazy, but I
0: can't. I can't. But I'm not even sure that I've had rhubarb. Wow,
1: it's really it can yeah, grow, yeah. It can grow crazy and big and stuff. The yeah. Right
0: conditions yeah we never you, really had we never grew much growing up um my mom had my mom would do tomatoes uh but that was about it as far as i can remember
1: would she just eat um, the fresh tomatoes or did she can them
0: oh no we would eat them fresh okay yeah she never i don't think she ever canned them um my brother's my brother lives in vermont and he's got a lot of stuff i'm gonna got,
1: i need to hit the mormon corner here john okay please but before i do We have a new sponsor today, which is a book called Sweeping Up the Heart. It's by Kevin Henkes. He is a New York Times bestselling author and illustrator of more than 50 kids books. So this is his next book coming out, Sweeping Up the Heart. It's the perfect book for readers age 8 to 12, which I have those in my life. It's about a young girl named Amelia. Amelia. It's spring break and all Amelia dreams about is going to Florida like her friends at school. Her dad won't let her go. Instead, she's stuck at home facing the most boring week of her life. But then she meets a new friend and this new friend claims to see Amelia's mother, her mother who died 10 years ago. Her boring spring break quickly turns into the adventure of a lifetime as the two embark on a journey filled with humor and truth that perfectly captures what what life is like when you're nearly a teenager. Fans of writers like Kate... Dikamio and Rebecca Stead will devour this book. It's received multiple starred reviews, including one from Kirkus Reviews, which is a big deal, calling it spare, luminous, and lovely. That Kirkus review is a big deal. Kirkus—that's like if you're a writer, you want a Kirkus review. That's a glowing review. Anyway, so that's that's a nice little sidebar there. Anyway, if you're traveling somewhere for spring break with your kids, pick up this book and let them go on double the adventures. Uh, this is available wherever books are sold visit harpercollins.com for more information that's harpercollins it's one word.com for more information and this looks like a good book
0: yeah it really does i'm okay. uh, i'm intrigued to know if she can actually see her mother
1: right this is, it reminds me a little bit of a, a studio ghibli called something marnie i can't remember the name of the movie but it's um it deals with kind of ghosts in the past and yeah. it's it's I can't remember what it was. we saw it a couple of years ago, a few years back. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna IMDB that while we talk. But okay. Here's the deal. Uh I needed to go into Mormon Corner because in the 70s, more <laughs> it was a thing for Mormons to have food storage and food supplies um and i think that was part of uh i don't know if it was it wasn't doomsday necessarily it was sort of like be prepared boy scout stuff and um i don't know like it's weird i'm not gonna lie
0: um okay john
1: (laughs) i'm gonna go you know
0: well i mean in the 70s a lot of people did stuff like that right
1: right right so there's like you know make your own flour grind wheat that kind of a thing
0: yeah, but also just like bunkers and things like that. I
1: mean, yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Still, still a, a hangover from the fifties and sixties. But yeah, uh, yeah, yep. More and and then I think it went from bunkers to moving to the woods. Right. You know, you, yeah. you were yeah. supposed to live off the grid in the in the yep. woods and make your own. Uh, yes. Whatever. Everything. make your own everything because the world was going to go away and then you'd be the last person left alive.
1: Right. Yeah. Uh, um, Okay. The Marnie movie that I was talking about was, it's called when Marnie was there and it was, it's lovely. Um,
0: Okay.
1: I cried. Uh, So Mormons had this thing, like you're supposed to have a year's worth of food stored. And, and I only knew a couple of people that did this, but it's a whole, like, of course businesses sprang up to support this. Like, okay, if you have canned food, you know what are you going to do and and then there became like after some of the hurricanes hit i think there was some there's like a wave in the late 80s 90s to to have anti food hoarding laws but the whole year supply thing has remained as a thing that mormons are recommended to do at least the last time i was part of that faith mm-hmm. um and and gardening and canning in particular was a big part of it. So in Utah, there are farms that the church, the Mormon church owns and they you are assigned to go harvest, like pick and whatever, and then work in the cannery to can stuff. And so like, they have food as a church that they keep and, they, and they, part of it's their welfare. They, they have their own welfare system for people who are needy and they give out food. And this is one of the ways they do it is by growing and canning food. um so preserving doing preserves like all that stuff and i'm I'm telling you all of that to get to this which is tomatoes were the worst because (laughs) you had to boil them and my mom had this massive thing she would put them all in and boil them and she had to like sterilize the um the mason jars bell jars and um oh my god the kitchen yeah. was just a disaster for like a week. And to right. get to get it to what she wanted, you had to put the boiled tomatoes in this like sieve that you kind of mortar and pestle around to kind of like squish out the, get the seeds out. And she had these different like levels. So one was like basically almost just sliced tomatoes that were, you know, preserved. And then just down to tomato soup. So she had like three tiers of how much, how many bottles she would make of what. And it was crazy. Like we had bottles that were from like four years prior. And it was like, this is not, can you even, you know, (laughs) this isn't healthy. (laughs) So, so it got a little crazy. Um, And now I don't know, you know, I think my, my sisters do jams and jellies. I don't know that they do like full on stuff like my mom did. And I don't know. I don't know if they have their year supplies or not either. My Mormon family. Yeah. I, I, um, but, um, part of it was, I think there was like a millennial, like end times vibe, but it was, yeah. but they couched it in kind of a, well, you should just be prepared anyway. Um, so, so John, yeah, you're, you're one step closer to being right there in, in step with the Mormons <laughs> with your, <laughs>
0: well, I don't think we're going to can any, I mean, I'm not starting out with canning anything. That's okay. for sure. I doubt. I doubt we'll get that far. That doesn't seem. That seem because I used to make beer a million years ago, uh, and oh man, it's like it was fun for a while, and then. But like sterilizing that, I think if I had had, I you know it was a long time ago, and I didn't have the money to go to the point where you could get like the compressed tank sort of thing, uh, um, where you could just put it all in a in a keg.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I think if I had done that, I might have kept doing it, but I didn't want to spend the money on that stuff. And the process of cleaning and sterilizing the bottles was so, was such a pain in the butt that it was just like, you know what? They sell beer on the store. So, yeah. um, and I made a couple of good ones. Oh, unfortunately the <laughs> one thing that I made that was really good was a raspberry ale. Oh yeah. Um, and that turned out excellent. Uh, um, but the problem with that was it was a raspberry ale. Mm-hmm. And there's only so much raspberry ale you can drink before right. you don't want to taste raspberry anymore. Uh-huh. So um, I never got through that. The first one I made was like a was just like a light ale, and that was pretty good. And then I made a brown ale that was pretty good too, but had like a had a crazy head on it, like industrial firefighting foam. It was mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. It would, the head would not stop fizzing <laughs> up. <laughs> I mean, you would <laughs> open the bottle and it would just go like over mm-hmm. the top, uh, and but it tasted good, and then I made a, and then I made another one that was not great um, by any stretch of the imagination. So it's like I think I only made like those four, but it was sort of sketchy. And to go to the next level, it would have required an investment. And I was just like, uh, mm, screw this, I'm just going yeah. to go back to buying
1: <laughs> buying it. Let someone else let someone else shoulder that. Plus, the craft beers were getting really good. Like those, there's a lot of yeah, right.
0: That was yeah, um, that was the other thing. Like yeah, I mean at the time there weren't that many. I mean like uh, uh, Red Hook was like. It's like oh, Red Hook. Oh, there's a fancy beer. Yeah. <laughs> now oh, <it's>
1: yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah. It's a grocery store.
0: Yeah. Exactly. It's like not even considered remotely good anymore.
1: <laughs> okay. So there, there was a like because of the weird liquor laws in Utah, um, you couldn't. You can't make. You couldn't get strong beer like normal. Just normal. Oh, right. That's it's right. Light, yeah. It's a lighter alcohol content, and they yeah. do it. It's they don't. Their measurement is uh, volume. It's weird. It's a weird measure. And they claim it's because of the altitude, which is bullshit. Anyway, it's just, <laughs> it's just the church trying to control people. That's all. Right, right. Uh, and of course, I'm speaking of the Mormon church. Was just a, a toe dip back into Mormon corner and back out just to say that there was a big um, homebrew. Oh, yeah, okay. And there still is people. And so you'll, you'll have a party and people will show up and they'll bring bottles that they've bottled you know, their beer in. Yeah. Did you, is that what you did bottles?
0: Yeah, I did bottles, which is really like I won't, won't do again. Um, uh-huh. And I have a friend, I had a friend who was brewing beer and he went to, he went to the compressed, you know, the, the keg basically. And and he still every once in a while brings one to a party and it's really good.
1: Like, uh, so it's does, just, does he just refrigerate the keg or how does he?
0: Yeah, so that's the other thing. I think he's, you know, he had to just keeps it in his basement until he needs it to be you know, it's cool. cool. Uh, yeah. Okay. And then, and then he refrigerates it before he brings it to a party or something like that. Uh, uh so yeah, yeah but I mean, been... I think you, ha- but you also have to have something big enough to put, so you think he's got like a, uh, one of those chest freezers things. Like oh yeah. Chest refrigerator sort of thing. Yep. yep. In this basement. So yeah, a, yeah, there, I mean, it's just like, there's a lot of stuff you have to, <laughs> you have to buy.
1: It, it's, it's, um, like any any hobby,
0: it's yeah, but right I mean I rem- if you're if you're enjoying it and you're getting good results, then sure, but I was
1: there were parties getting mediocre results <laughs> right and- <laughs> there were I remember parties uh that friends would host uh that would be like, bring your homebrew and then we'll have a tasting competition, yeah, and it got pretty intense, like there were some my brother went to a bunch of them, and he would tell me stories of near <laughs> fisticuffs over. <laughs> the judging of the beers <laughs> and um you know you'd want yeah, to judge that at the beginning of the either. party you know yeah
0: mm-hmm.
1: I, i'm not a fan of, of all the hoppy ales
0: they're too uh, i used to be i did too but um, i used I to, to drink IPA, a lot of dude. ipas but now it's like i feel like i'm i mean I every once in a while i like an ipa but i do not like the fact that you go into a bar and there's like five things on tap and four of them are ipas
1: yeah yep yeah um, i i'm i you know like at, at my local sort of around the corner bar there is that's what it is it's like there's ipa ipa there's probably like four or five ipas well you're there. in brooklyn too so yeah well that's you're, uh, yeah
0: it's ground zero <laughs> mm-hmm. the beer of, place yeah. that we go to um there's two places we go to uh we go to a sort of a sort of a dive bar um and then this bar that's more like a beer specialty they don't have liquor Mm. uh and that that place has like 20 things on tap at least i would say and so you know there's probably have never counted the ipas because it doesn't matter because there's always like plenty of other things to choose from so it's like if you have if you have 20 things on the menu you can have eight ipas (laughs) if right. you if you must because <laughs> you're giving everybody else a good selection
1: when i when i started drinking beer after um we kind of stopped going to the mormon church i uh red hook was one of my go-tos and, yeah. and i think we went we took a trip up to seattle in the late 90s and went with my brother who drinks he's not he's my not mormon brother and his wife and we had this like trip. Um, me and my first wife, and I remember getting uh, was it barley wine it was like twelve oh, yeah. percent it was crazy, it was like twelve percent alcohol. And I'm like, I cannot drive for the next six hours <laughs> it was i I got jacked on that one little and they didn't give you a whole pint. It was like a tiny little glass, but it was very potent and it was really good. I'd never tasted anything like it, it had beer, yeah, you could kind of get a the like fermented it was just funky. It was a it was a it was an interesting flavor. Yeah. But but like I um, feel like the IPAs are 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 it's like pot, like it's way too strong.
0: Yeah. Like yeah like, that's yeah that's one of the reasons I think I stopped drinking that was because I couldn't I <laughs> couldn't drink that many of them. <laughs> like you get the you know, like you drink two of those things and you're kind of like Ugh. yeah and then your evening is over. So yeah. yep. I think yep. that's one of the reasons why I switched away from those. Um but uh I, I never really liked cider that much until there's like there's now this cider place that opened up in town um, uh, that just serves cider which I wow. w- would think that I would never want to go to but some friends wanted to go to it and I was like, okay fine, we can go there and uh, it was really good. They had some really I mean like there's a lot of I mean there's more variety than I think the part of the problem is that when you know like the IPA thing when you go, and you go to a bar and you get a cider. There's one, maybe, or two at most on tap. And so you don't get a lot of selection. And you might not get something that you like. So this place has like, I don't know, 15 ciders on tap. And um, they they don't serve food, but there's like a pizza place next door. So you can go over to the pizza place and get some pizza and bring it in. And, it's, and they have... I think it, maybe I talked about this before, but in the back they have... Um, those this classic game consoles they like the but the remake sort of ones um oh yeah so the the reissued uh nintendo nice. and playstation and whatever um um hooked up to tvs so that the kids can play um or the adults can play video nice. games uh, while they eat their pizzas and drink their ciders so that was really cool
1: there's um, a Hank had
0: a i got a pretty good time in that place
1: the, there's a place here in utah called the bayou in salt lake city they have a really huge beer menu and they've got probably one too. They probably got like 25 ciders. Wow. Unique. Like, and those are all yeah. different, you know, there's a couple of local ones. There's peach, you know, peaches are big, yeah. I guess. Um, pear. Um, they have, uh, they have, they classify ginger ale root beer and birch beer as cider also. So maybe there's Hmm. 20, John, just 20. I don't think that's on tap. I think those are just, you know, they just
0: have bottles. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, But we've been talking a lot about alcohol and that's not for kids. It's definitely Um, not for kids. But let me tell you one thing that is for kids and that is talking to them open and honestly about sex. Let's face it. Little kids are curious and they have really big questions that can sometimes get awkward if you're not prepared to answer them. Like you're stuck in rush hour traffic and they ask you where babies come from or rushing to soccer practice and they ask why a teammate has two moms. It can be hard to keep up. Amaze, the sex creators. <laughs> no, never mind. <laughs> Let's try that again. Amaze. <laughs> Amaze, the sex ed creators behind the award-winning animated YouTube series is launching Amaze Junior. Providing parents with honest, comprehensive, age-appropriate sex ed videos to watch with their four to nine-year-olds. Amaze Junior has everything you need to answer your kids' questions in an honest and age-appropriate way. Check out Amaze Junior's animated sex ed videos for parents and kids age 4 to 9 at amazejunior.org. Let me do that again. At amaze.org slash junior slash this car. Be prepared to answer your little one's toughest questions, spark honest and healthy conversations, and make sure your kids know the facts and feel good about their bodies. That's amaze.org slash junior slash this car. As in turning this car.
1: Correct. (laughs) Um, There was, you know, I don't often, I don't know, I'm trying to say this the right way. Apple did a bunch of new products. And one of them in particular, I think is great for kids. And Marlowe. Oh, yeah. Uh, Marlowe. Um, both my girls have had iPad minis and loved them. Um, but I think the Pencil Edition is awesome. Mm-hmm. Like that makes yeah, it... Yeah, that is that, prob- just- that
0: is probably good. It's too bad it's not the Pencil 2, but I mean, I kind of understand why the line- lineup works the way it does. Yeah.
1: Because yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. the Pencil 2 is for the Pro now, and then the Pencil 1 is yeah. for everything yeah. else. Yeah.
1: Um, but like all the stuff looks really good in terms of like the True Tone display and uh, the chip and stuff. And I just think um, for kids, it's, it's fantastic. And I'm actually, so I, I take my iPad, my giant one into work and it's great, but I really bought it for the, uh, well, I bought it for two things. One, the music apps and full size music apps. So like you can play fake keys and whatever um, on the fake keyboards. But um, also, um, I use it as a second monitor when I travel and then at work I I generally will take notes with it. Um it's like my yeah. instead of having a moleskine Mol, I I have yeah. my iPad
0: iPad Pro. I've started I've started doing that too, um taking notes, which I didn't think I was going to do. Um but a lot of times it's just particularly when you don't have a keyboard you autom- know already attached. Yeah. It is much faster to just particularly with the pencil too pull it off the side and start writing something. It's definitely faster than trying to, it's faster for me than trying to type on the keyboard on the iPad. Yeah. Yeah. The thing I think is weird, though, is in the Notes app, it will, it won't turn, at least unless there's a way that I don't know about, it won't turn your written text into printed text, but uh, uh, it will recognize it. So you can search on things that you've written that you've handwritten. That's yeah. And, um, Evernote does that, and even too. and those will even show up. Like the note will show up uh, when you look at the sort of the preview in the in the side column and notes. Uh, it'll if you've handwritten like the title of the note, it shows in huh. the in the side column.
1: Huh. Yeah, it's huh. this
0: weird sort of you know halfway. <laughs> thing i mean it does it you know at least as much as i want want it to do but i don't understand exactly why it doesn't do the full thing of like then converting right give me the the text into text yeah because you yeah i mean that's i mean i don't want to do that all the time sometimes i want to keep it in in handwriting but i would like the option to be able to do that i've had i have not figured i haven't found that yet
1: so what i actually did a bug report for um not bug report, feature request for Evernote years ago. And it was like, I see that you're doing OCR on stuff. I want to be able to copy and paste. I want want to take that OCR text and use it and take it out of Evernote and and into other things like spreadsheets or whatever. And, or like, uh, you know, a tax app or something. So I said like, you should surface the ocr text to users you're doing it you know it's on the server i'm syncing with the server like just give it to me and it, i think apple's kind of done the same thing it sounds like with nodes i yeah. did not know that that they were ocr in your handwritten yeah notes.
0: yeah huh. that's that's kind of cool um so do your kids mostly have ipads so uh, but they have
1: phones right well they they <laughs> So or we both. grandfathered down. So Marlo, Marlo <laughs> got yeah. a phone with an actual phone number for Christmas, and the phone that she got was my. I gave her my old iPhone Seven Plus. Yep, it's waterproof, and that's why I it did it. Um, it was, you know, water resistant. So, um, I upgraded to the ten insane, and she. It's that her <laughs> mother i think had an ipad mini or or lead, someone had an ipad mini and then it, it got grandfathered down to marlow but it's you know it's an yeah. old it's old like yeah you know the tech the tech is terrible not terrible right. but it's not it's definitely not up to now but i think so what i'm the i'm bringing this up because i think it's a great um i just think it's a great value like that size i was looking at marlo's um she came i had her last weekend to stay with me overnight and um, and i was just looking at it holding it like that's a good like you know those um like those smaller notebooks i had one in college and i really liked it i wrote poetry and you know lyrics that
0: i never oh you mean sang. like a, a moleskin or
1: yeah yeah but but i i use big ones because i'm um like as a art design guy that the big ones work better for me the little ones are too yeah. fussy i need a big yeah. you know a big palette if you will but okay. um just for you, so you
0: mean like uh, but ones that are uh like binder sized? yeah hold on i'll give i'll get you the specs on that one john I'll get you're gonna, gonna get get the tape measure out
1: no 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 i'm just gonna go on to the something <laughs> called the internet world wide web <laughs> and we're going to uh, Okay, classic wait,
0: mm-hmm. I used so. to draw as a kid. I used to draw a lot, and I was never very good, uh, but I had a whole bunch of drawings that I did, and a lot of them were just like <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it was like heavy metal stuff, you know, like <laughs> something that that would have appeared in heavy metal magazine <laughs> uh, yeah, and I don't do that anymore, and I would like to do that a little bit more um than
1: I than, than zero, <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I think I got the. Uh, it's is it the A4? It's like
0: yeah, like an A4, yeah, something like that. I,
1: I think it's it's like their it's their double extra large notebook, okay. and uh it's t- twenty-two centimeters by twenty-eight centimeters, basically, basically eight and a half by eleven. Yeah. Per page, okay. Right. Yeah. That right. size. So it's big, and yeah. I I had a smaller one, but it was it was not as small as that. Like it was just it was a good size. It wasn't. It was kind of a. There's a name for the books that are um they're not half maybe it's eight and a half and eleven by eleven folded in half that size, where it's like eight, yeah it's like five and a half by eight and a half yeah um, that size is a good size. And they, they make one, but it's not as wide. It's not, it's only five inches wide, not five and a half. And it's not eight and a half. So it's like, it's just a little, the size isn't right. So anyway, I was looking at the iPad mini and it looks really good. And I'm kind of tempted at the price, like just to get the low end one. Cause mm-hmm. I don't know that I would like need, you know, it wouldn't be my main thing. It would be like a notebook kind of thing. It's an expensive notebook. right? But also yeah. just for quick testing and stuff like that too. So, I don't know. I'm trying to justify it but they look really good. But with the pencil, man, you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I I would think about getting, you know, doing something like that for Hank, but he would lose the pencil almost immediately. Yeah. Particularly in that instance where the pencil doesn't stick to the iPad. So, you know, and if he didn't lose the pencil, he'd lose the cap. So it's not, (laughs) and he seems fine with the, right now he's playing, he's got the iPhone seven. Um, he lost his iPhone Plus 7 Plus because of shenanigans but um, <laughs> not lost it lost it but like I it's in the house I know where it is but, but, but it's, he's not he's not using it right now <laughs> um, it looks like they're sold out of these. like you can't
1: get them yet I don't know I didn't yeah, see when yeah. you can get them in the announcement I
0: ordered AirPods I ordered new AirPods of course um, did you get the full no, I didn't get the, I didn't get the wirelessly charging ones because I don't like, I don't have a phone that wirelessly charges yet anyway. And I'm not sure exactly when I'm going to get a phone that wirelessly charges. So, uh, Karen's the only person in the family who has one of those phones uh, and she does like it a lot. She's got, and they sell, the nice thing about that is they sell fairly cheap stands now. Uh, Anker has some good mm-hmm. stands that I would love to have someday, but you know, I don't right. want a gigantophone. So. <laughs> that's that's where i'm stuck i'm stuck in i'm I <laughs> stuck re- in old old tech so
1: as i as i say all this stuff i'm you know i i think for for note taking ipad mini looks to be a good a good thing and um i was so the other thing was is marla was doing i sat down with we, we did uh beats like we made some some tracks so yep. i played some stuff i had been working on and she like she p- pulled out the iPad Mini and uh, started doing some doing some work, and she's like, "Here, check this one out." And it was really fun. Like she's she has a really good sense of you know everything wasn't just locked in. Like you know some of the some of the samples that you get with GarageBand don't they don't start at one and end at four or whatever. Like they're the the peak of the sound is in the middle there somewhere. So innately she just knows to kind of move that around to get it where she wants it and mm-hmm. there's something really interesting about that like the that she's creating like a crescendo and like a like a dynamic a dynamism a, dynam- a dynamic feel <laughs> there you go. in her in her music and it's it's in these like little creations it's really yeah. cool it was fun to it was fun to do that with her and I'm looking forward to more this weekend also yeah p.s they loved captain marvel oh yeah. even even though lita gave it like she had some she had some notes lita had some notes but they still thought it was
0: good. it's not yeah i I don't think it's the best one but it's i think it's it was very fun and quite enjoyable so. they,
1: they initially were kind of skeptical and then i ended up buying tickets to the wrong theater or I, I, we went to the wrong theater now fortunately for us the wrong theater was close enough to the right theater that we made <laughs> the show <laughs> we even caught Disaster like two previews averted. yeah we caught two previews yeah and they were like oh they were all stressed out and crazy and i'm like guys it's gonna be okay it's just a movie and then we went out to eat at a restaurant here in salt lake city i hadn't been to in years and it's tex Mex, and it was fantastic and they loved it it was great yeah. so, so we're probably gonna be doing that again soon john tex
0: now am i wrong have you ever had a casio keyboard uh
1: i never did um okay i i had no i never had one of those i never had like i always had like uh either i had a full-blown like 61 key you know synth you know couple yeah. grand right pro d deal or uh i had an electric piano that i bought senior year of high school which is a huge mistake i should have bought bought something else but anyway i bought this tank of a it was like had a weighted action and everything and um that's it no casio so what yeah. What do you what do you you gotta, you gotta well because
0: hank has violin every wednesday and we went to his violin lesson last night and he came out and he was because every time he comes out he walks by all the other it's in a music store.
1: Okay. It's in the oh, back of music they store. Know what so they're he walks doing. by all the other
0: stuff. <laughs> he's always eyeing doing. something there. But he's taking music again in school. And, you know, like it, like I said, last year, year, he took music and came home and just told us that, oh, I, you know, I can play the ukulele. We're like, what? <laughs> like, we didn't <laughs> even know that he was taking doing anything with the ukulele. And he's like, I want to get a ukulele because I can play the ukulele. I mean, he can't, you know, he can sort of play the ukulele <laughs> it's not it's not like he plays the violin but um he came up and said he's he's learning the, the keyboard he's doing the keyboard this time wow um, so it's like you know i mean if he won't you know if he's gonna do it if he's gonna practice that would be great so i didn't know if you had a recommendation but but
1: uh well okay so i it depends, um there's, there's a couple of ways to go. One is to go just like a little low end. That's not expensive. And you know, if he doesn't like it, it's not like a big hit in yeah. terms of, um, so if you're like, I, what I did was because my girls, uh, I, when I, when I divorced the piano was, that was the girls. Well, that Lita was learning on at the time was their mothers. And, um, it had been gifted to her. So we, um, I needed a, a keyboard for my condo so that when the girls stayed with me, they could practice there well, at the time, mm-hmm. just Lita could practice. And I paid, I think, 699 It was an 88 key Yamaha. And it was fantastic, but it's not, it has two speakers built in. And, you you know, it had all the whiz-bangery, like you could, yeah. you know, have the different presets for different, um beat types and they had you could record stuff and they had pre-recorded things uh-huh. to show you how how awesome it was i don't know if you want to go that that hardcore
0: well first of all i need to i guess i need to learn what he's using because i don't know what he's i don't know what he's using currently um, i mean because I think it would obviously be important to match whatever he's got um but i see like you know it, there's some 88 key ones for starting at like 400 bucks um yeah. yeah. I I I I just you know given the fact that he takes violin mostly you know he mostly does violin. He's taken piano before. He's played the ukulele. I'm not sure he's going <laughs> to stick with it. <laughs>
1: well, I, I will tell you. Um there's like there's a couple there's like if you go to like bnh um .com bnh photo. Yeah. I think if you type bnh.com yep. that they, they've got some interesting options and they're all like 100 bucks um 150 bucks and some of them there's like here's a casio portable keyboard 50 bucks for five stars probably the perfect one miniature keys 44 keys that's not bad not bad yeah. So it just depends. Like the plus, if so you thing,
0: get you get one for you get one for that price, you could just throw it out when you are
1: done. <laughs> remember, you yeah, just garage sale it for
0: $3 even. And then, and then, if you want to upgrade later, you really haven't lost that much,
1: right? The I was going to say the other thing, and, and this is it's a little bit of work to do it, but you can get you can get a small MIDI keyboard and plug it into. If you get the right cable, you can plug it into your iPad or phone, and oh and yeah, that's band, right. You can yep. there you go, play along or just with, with an app, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, um, that's the thing. that's the thing i I know from editing podcasts because it's always like it always adds that track for a uh, you know for you for you playing along with the with the with the loops, and it's like, no, that's not what I'm doing,
1: yeah, 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 well I'm just doing
0: white men, I'm just doing white men talking
1: right, right, um <laughs> so when I do music i will when I compose, I will um. I have a like a hundred dollar little. Actually, lately I've been using my Touch Bar, but um, I have this iRig that I bought for five bucks on the street in Brooklyn, and the iRig keyboard is like a miniature keyboard, and I think they're one hundred twenty nine bucks. But you plug them right in, and you can control like so you can record record like stacks of of, of tracks like you know bass. The whole thing, like just track, yeah. track, 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 all without keyboard, just rec- you know playing different parts, and that's how I that's how I've been writing my music for the last several years, just with this like little thing. Anyway, it's it's a great way to go, but there's some plugging and you know there's a little bit of work you got to do.
0: Yeah,
1: I think these portables are probably the way to go. That Casio is looking yeah. pretty good. SA seventy six portable keyboard, John. I'm going to send you a link. Put that in the show notes. Yeah, please do. But good luck with that. That's that's. I know that's um can be a challenge to get a kid an instrument of any kind. I was trying to find that yeah. Yamaha one that I bought. It was nice. The Yamaha one was nice because it had it. It looked nice in a home. Like it. Lo- it didn't look like black and plastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to say, so oh, they've got that one there. Uh, anyway. Uh, I'll do some searching and I'll see if I can send it, Send you the link for the notes if you're interested, or just in general. Does anyone else play piano or keyboard?
0: Well, Karen, Karen play. We have a piano. Karen plays a piano.
1: Ah, uh, but you uh, want him to be able to like go.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, right. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. That's it's the
0: and you know and and plugging it into the devices would be cool too. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. I think you know what i just realized I bought i bought that thing on amazon um this is great show for you for you listeners i know you guys are super stoked <laughs> about everything. everybody loves
0: about. it when we're just searching for things
1: searching for things and talking about what we're doing the searches well <laughs> no, i'll just i'm gonna edit this like that's what i'm gonna do um yeah i i uh it's it's crazy that well, the other thing okay so amazon is your friend wow Okay 40 bucks SA46 Casio Looks perfect Yeah Looks perfect Okay So there you go
0: Well I'm gonna ask first What he's using at school See if we can figure that out uh... (laughs) Yeah I think that's a good call Then we'll see We'll We'll also see how good he's being
1: Right (laughs) He may not
0: Deserve Not everybody deserves a keyboard
1: That's right Unless you're a good boy (laughs) (laughs) Yeah
0: <laughs> what am I getting one for the dog? Yes. <laughs> it's a I'm not sure he keyboard. deserves a keyboard either, frankly. <laughs>